0: From Land Grand Brewing Company, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio.
1: Right in front, too. Just make sure to get a bunch of oh, stuff wow. like Oliver and Mike. Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one?
0: Yeah. Land Grand Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers
1: with the Brewers.
2: Welcome everybody to this week's edition of Beers with the Brewers. This is, oh, that would be Thursday the 8th of April. Wow. On the podcast this week, myself, Mark Richards, Adam Benner. Hello. Walt Keys, Here I am. And the representative of the Equinot Hot, Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. Ahoy. Uh, So this week's episode is a beer that we've named Adam versus Equinaut. Yeah, I
0: feel Equinot like I should have got a better introduction, kind of like you did with <laughs> Dan there, uh, in this corner, <laughs> one of those oh, yeah, type things. One of those kind of things.
2: I'm not trying to show any bias as an announcer, but you mm-hmm. know, it's just the way I saw it. So anyway, Adam versus Equinaut is a hazy IPA, orange, hazy, and mangapple what do you think of that word
1: checks out I think that's the hottest smash up since Lyman
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody's got a beer in front of them it may be time (laughs) we're recording on the stage at Land Grant Brewing Company Mm -hmm. for this big Pop Adam fight out
3: yeah outside on stage how about this it's, it's a
2: smush fest, as Dan would call it.
0: I just have a very short headphone. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I can't move my head uh, mm-hmm. anywhere. I got about a six-inch radius here. I'm yeah, not so least.
2: sure that's going to help in the fight. But Dan, why don't you pitch us on the equinox hop and how it's used in this beer?
1: So oh, use just like that. That was very crisp there. Um, so, Equinaut came out eh, maybe five, six years ago from YCH. It's very polarizing, uh, at least certainly in its early uh, iterations. It's very complex Hob. There's a lot of tropical citrus, orchard fruit, berry, pine, yes, just all of it. Um, the thing that people mostly objected to is there's a Peppery, sometimes green pepper in the most aggressive forms of the hop and also a, a drying tea-like uh, astringency to it. But, um, you know, over the course of time through hop selection and um, getting the rhizomes that they uh, want, you know, I think it's a, a better hop certainly than it was a few years ago. But um, we, we've done some certain things with this beer to try to accentuate the aspects that we really like in equinaut and minimize the stuff that not so much so uh we used it the the straight t90 which is your standard hot pellet equinaut we used that in the whirlpool on the hot side hoping you know that some of the more aggressive vegetal type of compounds would volatilize off And on the cold side, for dry hopping, we used Equinaut Cryo, which is a more concentrated version of Equinaut that has less vegetal material, again, trying to minimize that green pepper tea-like bitterness to it. But um, Yeah, on the hot side, we paired it with, uh, of course, Columbus, our our favorite, which I refer to as the Dank Maker, and Mosaic uh, on the dry hop. Our standard um, two-row silent malt and like around, I think, 20 25% house malted oats, 6.8% ABV, 49 IBUs. There you go.
2: All right, Adam, what do you have to say about this? Have you tried it yet? So I
0: have tried it. And um, to Dan's point... Early on, I thought this hop ruined beers. To all beers? <laughs> just to put beers it lightly. To uh, all beers, I couldn't. Once this hop came out, I couldn't drink any beer. No. Uh, it felt that 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 green peppery finish is not something that 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 I am looking for in a beer, and so there were some beers that we did that uh, almost overpowered the other hop flavors that you were getting. So. Uh, I was—I uh, had a little personal crusade against uh, Equinot, yeah. but I also think it could have been the uh, crop that we had. It also could have been just kind of how we were using it. And since then, um, my opinion has shifted because oh. I, I think this oh. is—I think it's a delicious beer. I think this one turned out great.
3: That—that that sounds like a technical knockout, TKO, for Equinot. Mm. It sure does. Yeah, you can't spell <laughs> Equinot without. TKO, yep, they're in there. Hmm.
2: Well, look at that. We've got a clear winner already. That was a pretty quick round. I mean you went down fast, Adam.
3: Yeah, we'll see if he gets up off the mat and uh returns the punch. What was his
2: name in Punch Out? Glass Joe?
0: Glass Joe was the first one you faced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was <laughs> yeah, he
2: was the easy one. We got a Glass Joe contender uh, over and here. Then, I think, and then and then the whims. names
0: became uh not so politically correct, I think, in the characters. Uh, as I think they were all just character caricatures. King Hippo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had King Hippo. King Hippo's probably like the least offensive of all. Yeah, of Piston Honda. Yeah. He had the guy <laughs> that loved his muscles. He was the matador-looking guy. Uh-huh. Um, cool. I don't think I ever made it that far. I never had a regular Nintendo. You could use the cheat codes and get all the way to Mike Tyson and just get punched out right away. <laughs> that's why they named it. That's yeah. why they named it. The name. <laughs> but yeah, um... I think uh yeah I think it's a What is this coming at ABV again? 6.8. Yeah, Adam. 6.8. That that would give me a little pause. I mean, we're recording this live in the beer garden on a 80 degree early April we've day. We got like a full summer haze too. So that that's going to give me a little bit of a pause on how many I may drink of this. So So we've already we've already proven that Equinot has crushed this competition. Yeah. I guess overall, though. The other question. A second competition. How crushable is it? So, in context, if I'm sitting out in the beer garden. Which you are. Which I am. So, I'm not in a quarantine edition here as as a half-vaccinated sitting next to another half-vaccinated sitting next to a Mm full-vaccinated.
2: I'm a full-vaccinated.
3: Mark
0: Richards. um, Yeah, I got that Moderna. I'm at 80%. I just got to push it over the top. I'm going to say non-quarantine 2. Non-quarantine 2. Okay. I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the 2 because we're pushing 7%, I probably would switch to maybe a lemon glow or something a little lighter.
3: Yeah, the true, the true hazy IPAs get to be a little bit full-bodied. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Even if it's not a ton of alcohol in there. You say 2, I'm going to go Mm. Three, three for me.
2: I'm drawing it back down to a two. And uh, Dan, as the representative of the Equinox Hop in the second round, what do you got?
1: Uh, I'm a solid three. Solid three. So two point five. That's less
0: than uh, half a six pack. I think. Uh, I think. I, I think Adam might have won that round.
2: Yeah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crushability surely does not dictate how delicious a beer is. No, that's true. It never does. It's just how many could you have without switching up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if, you,
3: if it's something real tart, it could be delicious, but you really only want to have, like, one or two of them because of how tart it is. Or if it's, you know, a thicker, heavier beer in terms of uh, mouthfeel and, and weight, yeah, you, you,
0: don't, you don't need to drink all six of them.
2: Oh, yeah, and this bad boy's got some mouthfeel.
0: Mm-hmm. It's great, though. I like it. Speaking of being out in the beer garden... We got some stuff coming up again, too. Uh, events t- tonight. Are we already at events? We well, be I'm just going to jump ahead because oh, okay. this is on my mind. Yeah, and you gotta, you're on a tight schedule. <laughs> and, and I'm on a schedule. T- tonight, time-wise. 8 p.m., uh, Thursday, whatever that is, April 8th, uh, we got the Crew SC in a uh, CONCACAF Champions League match against Real Esteli uh, down now, there in Estadio Nacional de Fútbol in Managua. So we got a we got a we got a match. We have we have live soccer again from the uh, MLS defending champions Crew SC. Um, this is one of the uh, tournaments by winning the MLS they got entered in. Versus uh, uh, it's a World Cup esque type thing, but with club teams in the Concacaf. So yeah. the away match is tomorrow night, and then next Thursday uh, is the f- f- return to Historic Crew Stadium for the first second leg of that match. Historic Crew Stadium.
2: How many more games do we have in the old stadium?
0: Uh, there's at least, I think, five. I think there was four scheduled MLS matches, yeah, maybe I think five. Matches is the word you're looking for there, Mark.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> July 3rd, opening of the new Crew Stadium. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, and I guess uh, there's
3: other stuff going on here, too. Maybe uh, you've been here on a Tuesday. Maybe you haven't. But if you have, you know that uh, Trivia... Tuesdays, Travia Tuesdays, as you might want to say, are uh, back in person as of last week. We were doing virtual trivia, and now now that the weather's kind of changed for the better, we're doing this in person every Tuesday night. Our friend Travis Hoesher hosting trivia night out here in the beer garden. As always, everything nice and distanced and as safe as can be out here. So come on down, play some trivia with us, drink some beers. We have a new vegan truck on Tuesday nights, appropriately named Where It All Vegan. Check them out. You know, we used to have uh, our friends from Satan's Realm here on Tuesdays. They've since opened a brick and mortar, and we wanted to keep that vegan train going um, for all the vegetarians and vegans out there. So come down Tuesday nights, play some trivia, eat some vegan food, drink some beer. If you don't want vegan food, uh, we got yellow brick pizza across the street. I They'd be happy to sell you a meat pizza. Um, yeah, so we got trivia going. Uh, music starting up soon. I think in May is our first, like, regular... Uh, music series event We'll have music on Thursdays and Sundays This Friday though We are hosting a beer launch For our friend Hakeem Callwood, a local artist And muralist um, Will be here, he's premiering his uh, Documentary series And we've wrapped a beer In a special label featuring his art all proceeds from that beer It's a experimental citrus pail um, Will go to support his tour de mural where he travels around the country and paints murals and uh meets artists throughout the country and talks to them about art and fun stuff and uh spreads the good word of the columbus art scene uh so that's all going down friday night tomorrow 6 p.m to 10 uh should be fun but yeah i mean lots of that event schedule is uh it's going to be pretty full this summer it's going to start back up that's right you know we're going to ease into things as is the uh, responsible thing to do with uh, COVID, but. You know as things get better and more folks get vaccinated and hopefully uh some of those restrictions get lifted at the appropriate time um we can get back to a little bit of normal and you know even if we are having to be uh distanced and seated and all that stuff we'll still have a lot of fun things going on in the beer garden to keep you entertained while you uh crush some beers
2: absolutely Dan, were you ever a fan of the Rock'em Sock'em Robots as I'm looking at this label here?
1: Uh, I was. I think (laughs) I had to enjoy it vicariously through my friends. I don't think I ever owned one myself. Yeah, I didn't either, but I've got
2: a boyhood friend that swears I was the one to own this thing. I think 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 it'd be too expensive. I think everyone had a friend
3: that had Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
3: And it's... uh, you know, I think it was the quintessential toy where it looks just awesome on the TV commercial on Saturday morning. And then you get one and you play it five times. And it it, it kind of wears out pretty quick.
2: Yeah, I would agree. But hey, in theory, in concept, yeah. it I think looks awesome. pretty amazing, yeah.
3: Yeah, and I, so I guess you're asking about the design of this label. And uh, this was one where... Dan had sort of the idea for the, I guess, the brand direction of the beer being this sort of Adam and Equinaut rivalry. And I think uh, Dan's original idea was sort of more wrestling-based, and he had the the name Face Turn, which is play on heel turn, and I think that that was a good idea on its own. And I think, but once I got that sort the, of, there was that Adam versus Equinaut name, and Adam said he didn't mind calling a beer that, I thought... <laughs> um, you know why not really lean into it and you know drawing up the sort of rock'em sock'em robot thing and putting an orange beard and a and a land grant cap on it it kind of has a striking resemblance to Adam and I think it really worked out
2: yeah. <laughs> you nailed it <laughs> it, yeah. is, it is pretty funny and uh, you know you don't hear Adam talking about this at all because uh, sadly they had to take him out on a stretcher right after the crushability laughter <laughs> Which again, nice work on the brewing of this beer, Dan. I think I think uh,
3: he's in the concussion prog- protocol. That's
1: pretty, yeah, that's pretty convincing. Yeah. I think the one thing we are missing is the the head pop
3: um, from Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably animate that somehow.
2: Very disturbing animation. Yeah. So next week, transatlantic double IPA. Yeah. That is released now and ready sure. to drink. Yeah. Right Get on. on. Right All right, Dan, thanks for joining us. And uh, nice work on convincing Adam that Econaut is a valuable hop. i
3: hope do what do. I can. Quick recovery and get back here uh, next week.
2: Listeners, thanks for listening. And see you down the beer garden. The weather's getting great. Send us questions. Tip your bartenders.